Hi everyone, I'm Chris, and this is the first episode of To Bed I Left, which is shocking. I can't believe I'm doing this. Wow. Um, anyway, so this episode is going to be kind of general, like what my life has been like recently. I just want to talk about a few things, nothing in particular, just vibes. So, oh my God, let me turn off my notifications. I totally forgot about that. Anyways, um, so my life recently has been really good, actually, really good. And considering that I'm in my senior year and here in Greece, it's like your senior year and your last two high school years are a complete mess. Like last year for me was a total mess and this year as well leading up to Christmas. But after I went to Chicago um, for an MUN conference and I came back, I realized that whatever I'm doing here, it sucks. I'm like, I don't want to study to pass an exam and study here in Greece for the next four years. So I was like, you know what? I quit. And so I'm studying in Sweden. So that's the vibe. That's how things turn out to be that way. No, there's a much more complicated process, but that might, that I might explain uh, my thought process behind studying abroad on another episode. So recently... Uh, the last thing I did was uh, an European Youth Parliament conference, with which just ended. Let me say that that was one of the most fun and amazing experiences I've ever had. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, EYP, European Youth Parliament, is sort of like MUN, but in my opinion, it's just much more fun. Like... It's 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 not that formal. It's just fun. And it's so centered around socialization and understanding basic things and at the same time having fun so you're not that bored all the time. Um, and I had the great opportunity of being an organizer uh, in that conference. And it was truly such an amazing experience. Like, I just cannot describe it. It was amazing. Like experience wise and from the perspective that I gained valuable skills like organization skills and event planning skills that are really important to me but at the same time you know I met a lot of new people I strengthened my bonds with people that I already knew and to me that's what makes an experience really good the fact that you have the good the necessary human connection but also, you know, good business skills, you know what I'm getting at? Yeah. Um, there was also a lot of drama. <laughs> like, you know, we, we can't we can't let that go. Drama is very important when it comes to this. And yeah, uh, we did have our fair share of drama. And it's been nice, like during the conference, after the conference, mostly after the conference, you know, like on the little debriefing sessions with my besties. Yeah, that's when everything went down. Really, really cute, though. Um, and I actually, I really liked it. I really, really liked it. Like, it was... Um, let me let me see. Do I have, like, any, any specific examples? Um, okay, let me, let me just say, I'm not going to name the school that it was at, okay? Uh, it was... The, the establishments were good overall. Uh, they were really... They were really, really good. But the only thing was that, like, the first day that we were there, I went to the bathrooms. And when I tell you, 
when I tell you that those bathrooms were like my worst nightmares all put into a single tiny room, I'm not exaggerating. I swear to God. Like, I walked in there. I opened the door. The lights were flickering. They were, you know, those those bright neon lights. They were flickering. Um, the mirrors were, like, dirty. I don't know if they were broken. But if the mirrors weren't broken, everything else was. No door locks actually locked. There were graffiti everywhere in the bathroom. And it's not like graffiti, you know, the art graffiti. It was like the weird graffiti, the ones with the weird words, the ones with the weird, like, uh, phrases, uh, weird little sketches, to the point where you just feel extremely uncomfortable to exist in that space. Yeah, that was the bathroom. And, I mean, you know, the anxiety of your door not locking, like, I went to every single stall, and none of them had a proper lock. Like, to me, that that was so anxiety-inducing. I was like, there's no way I'm going to be here. But, you know, I went to the bathrooms because I thought that, you know, there was no other choice. There was nothing else I could do. Um, but, yeah, those were, those were literally, like, you know where you see a movie and bad things happen in a bathroom? Those bad things I thought were going to happen in that bathroom. Like, any bad things, anything, whether that be gossip, whether that be anything worse, like, you know, those things in movies always happen in those terrible bathrooms. Those those were the bathrooms, yeah. It, it was just, it was extremely, like, wow. Like, I had never experienced such uh, establishments. And in a, like, in a private school. Like, that was the shocker. Um, but yeah, the next days we found better bathrooms in the building. So that was really comforting for me. And amazing bathrooms, actually, not just better. Yeah, overall, like the conference, I actually got to like show off my modeling skills and my dancing skills as well. <laughs> okay, it sounds very weird the way I'm saying it, but I I was part of some like uh, photos for sponsorships of, of the conference. Um, I also learned how to dance Fuego by Fureira, which was a very, <laughs> it was, it was fun. But one thing about me, I cannot dance. I cannot dance for the death of me. Like, I, I'm just not, I don't have it. I feel like my moves are smooth. Like, I if I if I know, like, to do, like, three steps, if I practice them, like, a hundred times, I'm going to nail them. But I can't just get it. I can't grasp it right off the bat. And I can't replicate them as easy. Like, I need to replicate them and practice them at least a thousand times before I can actually, you know, perfect it. And let's just say I did not perfect it. Like, I, I'm so hesitant to upload some of the videos that I have of me dancing, but I, whatever. whatever. We're not going to talk about that. Um, What else? Uh, We cried a lot at the end. I, I cried a lot. It was just, like, such an emotional experience for me because... We reached the end of something that we had worked for for so long. Like, before the actual conference, we were doing, like, behind-the-scenes organizational stuff for months. Like, many months. And it was just, like, very, very cute. A very, a very cute bonding moment. I also did use some media team members. Uh, those are the people that just go around with cameras and 
take photos of everything to upload later on on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, I took advantage of those. I was like, hey, can you take a, a few pics of me for my Instagram? And they did, and they delivered. And they were really, really cute. I also posted some of them on my LinkedIn. Um, but let's not talk about that. Also, there was, at some point, like, we went to this bar uh, near our hostel, which was really cute. And we went there with a couple of my friends for photo shooting because the bathrooms were also really, really cute there. I don't know what was the thing with this conference and bathrooms. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's just one end of the spectrum and another end of the spectrum. But yeah, those were really, really cute. They were like orange, yellowish, um, and they were amazing for a photo shoot. And we went there and we saw a couple guys um, actually preparing for um, a birthday of this girl that was also in the conference. It was very cute. And we also took part in that. So I also feel like that was really, really cute. Also, at some point, we had nothing to do. So we decided to go shopping at a mall that was like two minutes distance from the actual school that the conference was taking part in. And we went shopping for like almost an hour. I didn't get anything because I just didn't like anything and we didn't have enough time for me. Like I need to go shopping minimum three hours in my opinion. But it was really, really cute. Uh, and also really, really fun. Imagine like saying you're organizing a conference and then at some point you're like, oh yeah, I'm going to go shopping. But, you know, but besides that, you like, you might think that that was bad organizational wise, but that was actually a, like, it was a sign that everything was going as planned organizationally so we didn't really need to do anything more so we had free time rather than you know stressing all the time because everything is going wrong no that was not the vibe um what else i don't know i think that you know conference wise yeah i think that's it really really cute and i 100 percent suggest that anyone listening actually starts getting involved in eyp sessions you can too, if you've never heard of it before, it doesn't matter. It's an incredible experience, whether you're a delegate or an organizer, or a media team member, uh, a chair, anything, whatever. Uh, text me, DM me if you have like questions about this, because I am more than happy to answer them and make you a victim of the EYP cult, because it is a cult and we are really proud of it. One thing about me, I always pressure people to be academic girl bosses like to me that's the epitome of an academic girl boss okay doing all the cute extracurriculars slay you know and the good thing is that these are extracurriculars that don't require much effort like organizing for me it did take effort but it didn't take a lot of effort like I always felt like the things that I was doing before and after and during the conference were really good I didn't feel pressured and I didn't feel like I was doing something very heavy and I feel like that goes for like all the other roles that you can take in a conference whether that be like MQN or EYP and whatnot uh, but I'm speaking from experience for the things that I have you know experienced um, and I definitely suggest that whoever is listening does actually make an effort to you know take part in these experiences you know to me that's really important i actually saw a tiktok i think it was today that there was this girl that was saying that you know your grades and your diploma and the university you go to don't really matter 
if you already have, uh, I think it was an identity portfolio. So like doing interesting things, essentially, like building experiences. And that's why I'm really, I don't, I didn't care where I would go to university. Like I never chased Ivy Leagues. I never chased the best universities in Europe. I didn't look at any of that when I was choosing universities because I knew that that was not what mattered in my resume at the end of the day. And I think that that's not what matters in anyone's resume at this point. You need to have experiences. I feel like you're listening to me and you're like, who does he think he is? Why is he talking about this? And I get it, but it's it's true. It's true. Like to me and I you know I've seen a lot of I, I've done research on this thing and to like the the current job market is not looking only for Harvard graduates right they're looking for people with experiences and people with a, a well-rounded personality that can be shown off through the activities and the skills that you have so participating in various conferences and expanding your skill set and doing things you like you know you don't have to be forced to do things you don't like i mean you know like learning like five different programming languages or you know participating in like 10 different sports that's really impressive but that's not for everyone okay so it would be nice you know doing both simultaneously you know knowing a sport and also a couple of programming languages and also doing poetry, you know, like different things like that that don't necessarily fit together. Like oftentimes I've had the thought of like, oh yeah, I want to pursue marketing, so I should do things related to marketing. And while that may be like half true because you need to show somehow that you have, I guess, a tendency and uh, an inclination towards the field that you want to pursue professionally, that doesn't mean that you should make your whole life and all the activities that you do in your free time be about that field. To me, that's counterproductive. You need to feel like you're doing things because you like them. So me, for example, I do public speaking. I do organizing like EYP, and I'm definitely going to continue it, whether that be in EYP or in other events and conferences. I do poetry. I do you know, marketing things, of course. I do a lot of things. Okay, like, that's that's the bottom line. I do a lot of things. And it's really important to do a lot of things that you like, okay? And if you just like one thing, that's good. Then perfect that one thing. But usually, I don't think that people, you know, us as humans are programmed to only like one thing. I just feel like if you're that person, you should explore yourself a bit more, okay? That's just my advice. I don't know. Like, don't, you know, if you if you feel like I'm being an asshole right now, totally right. I don't blame you. But I'm just saying, like, that to me, that's my opinion. That's my opinion. Anyways, um, I'm also kind of sick right now. Like, this is not usually my voice. But I feel like my voice sounds nice when I'm sick. This happens to everyone. I know. Not an original experience. Um, What else? Yeah, I mean, generally in my life right now, there's not much going on. Like, we're just vibing. I'm just, I'm kind of bored at this point. Like, I want something interesting to happen. I want some drama. I want some, like, tea. Nothing is of 
that much substance in my life right now because I'm done with school. Basically, like school is not over yet. School's over in May. We have a couple of months until then. But like, I don't know, like I, I've just dumped it because I'm not I don't care about the final senior exams, basically. So fuck that. And I'm just vibing. I'm the only thing that I have right now actually to do is learn Swedish, which is not even a requirement like studying in Sweden, like especially the program that I have chosen. It's going to be in English. And the whole city there speaks like the whole country speaks English for that matter. The entirety of Scandinavia speaks English, but I want to learn Swedish for a couple of reasons. And I feel like I've never talked about that. So I'm going to talk about it now. I want to learn Swedish for a couple of reasons. So first of all, it's much easier to get a job if you know the local language. And to me, a significant requirement to study abroad was to find a job while studying. And that's not for everyone, I know, but to me it is for many reasons. But knowing the language is definitely a significant help in job searching in a foreign country. So that's one of the reasons. Also, because I think that it's much better, you know, it's really helpful to integrate into the culture. Because even though I'll be studying in a very international city, in a very international university, there's still like a lot of Swedish people that are going to be studying there. And it's nice, I think. I think it's also, to me, a sign of respect for the country. Like, whenever I see people coming here and knowing the language, I automatically feel a lot more inclined to them. Even if they know just, like, five words. Like, it doesn't matter. To me, the effort shows a lot. Plus, I think that that's a really interesting thing, right? Like, going there and being like, oh, hi, I speak Swedish. Locals are gonna appreciate that, I think, and I hope. So... Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Are there any other reasons? Uh, also, I think it's just because I love languages. Like, I, I really just wanted a fifth language up there. I, I wanted to have it a bit. Yeah. And it's a, it's a cute language. It was It's not that hard to learn, thank God. But to me, language learning needs consistency. The way that I'm learning Swedish now, because it wasn't one of my top priorities, and, you know, because I wanted to save costs... I started a free course on Udemy, which I don't know if, what, if you know what Udemy is. It's basically like an online learning platform where you can learn anything. You know, like anyone can upload courses, essentially like videos where they explain a certain thing and then you learn it. And there's this guy that posted like too many videos on Swedish, like starting from absolute nothing, like complete beginners. Because every book and every course that I saw everywhere else was catered to people that, you know, knew the alphabet, knew how to say hello, knew basic grammar. I knew nothing. I was, I knew nothing. I didn't even know how to say hello in Swedish, which is hey, by the way. Like, it's literally hey or hello. So, whatever. Now you know. Yeah, and it's going fairly well. I don't know if it's just, like, his method that's helping me or if that's just a really, you know, good way to learn languages without necessarily having to spend money or spend that much money. The internet now has infinite information. Like, that's that was what was going through my head when I first decided to start learning Swedish. I was like, there's no way I'm going to sacrifice the immense amount of information that the internet provides just to spend a lot of money on private courses 
And at the end of the day, a lot of things we're paying for for no reason when the internet does just as good of a job, if not better sometimes, and for a fraction of the costs, and most times even free. Like, that's insane. And especially language learning. Like, you can learn whatever language you want to. And, like, the weird languages, the quote-unquote weird languages, you cannot find private courses for those. Like, if you want to learn African languages, if you want to learn Asian languages that are not Chinese, good luck trying to find private courses on them. Because people, especially here in Europe, or here in Greece for that matter, you're not going to find people who know the language and who are doing courses with the languages. So your best bet is going online. And you have a ton of resources. You can find free language books, free language courses, people explaining intricate details about the grammar, about the vocabulary, about the spelling, the pronunciation, anything. Like if you have time and if you have, if you have time to research your resources, and if you have time to look through them and actually understand them, language learning is amazing online. Like, it's just, it's amazing, honestly. And I feel like we don't appreciate it enough. Let's take a moment to appreciate how much information exists on the internet and how much we waste and don't really appreciate. The internet is not just Instagram and TikTok. You know, let's, let, let's get it together. But I feel like, okay, let me just play devil's advocate at this point. Instagram and TikTok and other social media does kind of allow us to appreciate the internet a bit more. Because the main reason I am so appreciative of language learning online right now is because I realized how much exists on the internet because of TikTok and because of social media in general. So, you know, there's kind of a connection there, I admit. But sometimes I feel like you have to, you know, get in touch with some things on social media because reasonably that's the most time that we spend online. But then as soon as you find something interesting, take your time and research it and look through it. That's a problem with social media nowadays. I feel like everyone's analyzed this, so I'm not going to get too deep into it. But the superficiality that exists with social media, to me, that's really unfortunate like especially when it comes to news like language learning that's one thing like i can make a, a 60 second tiktok talking about you know the 20 different websites you can visit to learn a language and you don't really have to look into it more you have to if you're really serious about it because you know uh, a 60 second tiktok is not going to make you learn spanish or swedish or russian or whatever language you want to learn but if I post a same-length TikTok about, like, conflicts in the Middle East, yeah, d yeah, that's, that, that's more of a problem. That's more of a problem. Because, to me, nuanced news, I feel like that's such a big and difficult topic to talk about. At least for now, this is the first episode, so we're going to take it a bit, you know, chill. Um, anyways... I think that, you know, recent experiences that I've had made me realize that I think Greek people, I think I've had it. I, I, I think I've had it. I think that that was a bit too much. And now I'm ready to depart. I'm ready to leave. Um, I'm also going to talk about why I chose Sweden in specific. It's going to be really interesting because I've had that as a question a lot. 
that's it. Okay, that that's been my life recently. It's been fun. It's been cute. It's been nice. Um, whenever I have more tea to spill, but tea, you know, appropriate for the podcast because there is some tea that's not appropriate for the podcast. And if there is, um, if there is tea not appropriate, then I'll probably just like switch it up and tell you guys because who cares, right? Who who cares? Anyways, that's about it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed the first episode. Um, follow me on Instagram at Chris Donis, which uh, you will also find on the description of the podcast and this episode. Follow the podcast on whichever streaming service you're listening on. Uh, give it a review because that would really help. Share it with your friends. And yeah, that's it. Uh, see you on the next episode. Bye.